today for me is a very good day. I can't think of a more appropriate introduction to our Friday weekend show. Here you are again joining me, Andy, and Amanda, who's down in Mexico. Yeah. Yes. Some rays, some sunshine, some warm weather for a while, getting getting out of her, uh, her homeland of the U.K. She's I need it. I'm looking pasty. <laughs> How you doing down here in Mexico? How goes it, Amanda? How you doing down there? Oh, well, things are things are fantastic, my darling. I you talking about the weather and stuff. I spent some time in the sun today, looking at my Ooh. skin, thinking, yeah, way too light. I have to be careful because I got freckles. I do have freckles, oh. so oh, I need to be careful. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I, I spent so much of my life in the sun, you know, the beach or sailing boats or just. You know, I'm a beach sun person. I just really, I love the feel of the sun. I probably did no. but I'm fine. I'm good. Nothing, you know, so far so good. You know, I'm not being yeah. careful now. Now, this old age yeah. of mine, now I'm being really careful. I probably should be careful. I was 23, you know, but still. Uh, Got to watch that stuff. But I was told, you know, I, I went to college in Florida, and I lived in Florida for quite a while. And here I'm in Southern yeah. California, and I maybe now I spend a lot of time sailing, you know, sailboats out the sun and everything. And, um, and I've been told, I've anyone heard this recently, somebody told me recently mm. that if you're, um, I think we're to hear this recently, that, because uh, I tend to be, uh, you know, fairly olivey complexion for a white guy, you know. Uh, when I get tan, I get, like, really, really dark, like, really dark. And I get dark quick. Oh, wow. And I, I, and I was told that, that, I don't know if it's true or not, but I was told that if you start your life out in the sun, um, a lot, I mean, you just are exposed yeah. to a whole lot growing up. That yeah. you that it, it acts like your body builds up the protection from really dangerous things happening to your skin, like cancer. Like that. I don't know if there's any truth to that or not. Well, but, that, that uh, makes you know, that makes sense. Because if you, yeah, you think about like you think about people in um, countries like Africa and places like that where they're used to having like sun on them all the time. Yeah. And yeah. you don't really hear about you don't. You and don't. the thing is, yeah. us like pasty folks in the UK where we get sun a few times a year. <laughs> um, no, seriously. Are you going to be back in the UK over um, over the summer? You will be, right? I'll be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know about when? Do you know about when you'll be there? I mean, July or early July, late July? Yes, I'm returning in July. That's, that's correct. Because I'm, I'm looking at the rescheduling uh, some shows there, some workshops with this... Uh, um, guitar store place and also a couple of little house concert things and, and then topping it off with uh, uh, recording sessions at uh, Abbey Road which was two years you know postponed oh, isn't that kind of cool yeah finally so, so you know we talked about that a, a year ago on the show I'm like, yeah right yeah right, right. yeah um, but I'm looking at uh, rescheduling everything I want to begin to look into that um, shortly directly you know coming up uh, this week I think I'm going to see what we can do with the schedule and uh, also, I got some cool news yesterday um, from a music tracking company here in the U.S. that uh, I had uh, 16,183 plays, like in 20-some days or something like that. Anyway, it got me like wow. top honors and folk recognition and something like that. And then today I got an email that I'm number five in the genre of folk music in the state of Oklahoma. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> and I've never been to Oklahoma.
Yeah. 
AndyKibble.com. Okay. An official sponsor of the Andy <laughs> Mander Show. <laughs> he still does. I mean, he truly does. You know, <laughs> he keeps. Yeah, yeah. Cornell is some. Yeah, Cornell said. You know, Cornell actually has given me some great uh, um, uh, connections. You know, he was an A and R guy. Cornell produces and manages, uh, which I guess is kind of how he got in touch with. I forget. But anyway, um, but he gave me some uh, fabulous connections uh, this week and, and said, "You now that Kobe's over, man, you gotta." We're going to start working on the music career again. I'm like, yeah. I think we should, you know, yeah. 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 So what's going on down there? Actually, what's going on in the UK? How's Boris bad enough? Oh, I don't know so much about him, but, you know, because all I'm hearing everywhere, everywhere, all over the, even the the UK news is about, you know, Ukraine and uh, Biden saying, um, they have to be very careful with the intervention because, uh, you know, it leads into World War III. Um, so that's hmm. the biggest, biggest news right now. Um, saying that, hmm. um, have a look, have a look, because I've been briefly scanning over this today. No, I don't want to register. Thank you very much. Thank you. Come on now. I'm in Mexico. Yeah. I just want to check out my UK residence. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, it says, I'm going to give you a summary. I know everybody can view this online, but... You know, it's mentioned by U.S. President Joe Biden restates that his country will not directly intervene military against Russia in Ukraine. He warns that U.S. forces fighting Russia would mean World War Three, which I agree, because let's uh-huh. face it, Putin is a bit of a wild card, um, and yeah. we can't predict, you know, what he's going to do. So, um, Russia makes claims without evidence of U.S. biological weapons activities in Ukraine at a meeting of the U.N. Security Council. Now, I came across a page, um, was it yesterday, that said, um, like, it did a fact check about uh, this this theory of Putin's about the biological laboratories and, um, you know, claiming them to be false. So I was having a brief read, read through, yeah, because they were saying that the US um, set things up in Kyiv. Is that how you pronounce it, sweetie? No. I think so. Kayib or Kayib? <laughs> and, um, yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 you did. Uh, you know, um, I'm trying to think. What, how do you pronounce the name of the town? I don't know if you guys can pronounce it because I can't remember. You don't want to see it. Where they, where they blew up the hospital. Marco, Marco, Marco. I know you said Macaroon, yeah. but that's a completely different place. <laughs> that's a Macaroon. Yeah. Mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <I'm out>. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. What about it, sweetie? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> 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 well, this page is saying that it's false, uh that the claim that the US is operating secret biolabs in Ukraine and it's it was one um reportedly spread by Russian propagandists since uh, 2018 um, and they're also saying um, like other labs affiliated with the US threat reduction program the Ukrainian labs have been targeted by disinformation before as Russia makes preparation for potential attack on Ukraine some media have retrained their focus on them um, so there's a lot of going around. I mean, it's just like World War II with Hitler, mm. you know? There was a lot of major propaganda uh, going around then. 
It was crazy yeah. trying to sway people over yeah. and turn the other countries, um, you know, into bad people when really it was Hitler. We all know. We all know. We know. Um, so it's the same thing you all know, over again. Um, the, it's, I was with some folks last night after a show. We went out for a drink after the show. And this woman I was with, um, born and raised in, in Europe, he's been many, he's born and raised in Switzerland, and also lived in Italy, lived in France, lived in other spot, and, and, and Russia, in Europe, you know, she said, growing up there, you know, Russia was always looking over the soldiers, everybody had a very large awareness of Russia existing there, and yeah. um, also, uh, she was talking about a very large neo-Nazi population in Ukraine. And much more so than what the media is is indicating to us that you know what we see on TV and the news. And, really? Okay. And, and just two people, there was two people there last night who were saying, you know, don't believe everything you see on the news. Yes. Uh, and uh, which, of course, I mean, you don't, you know, I mean, they interpret and they report, but you do see video. You know, you mm. get, you, you can't deny what you see in video. Um, but what they yeah. said, and, and I, I, I'm not, I'm not sold on this yet. But uh, they said that uh, she said. That um, some of the neo-Nazi faction in Ukraine is actually doing some of the killing that we're seeing and hearing about, and that right. Putin was aware of a very large neo-Nazi population in Ukraine. And don't don't think these guys are all innocent and just oh help us help us we're being attacked. And and there's a lot of Nazis in Ukraine that are, that are creating strife for the people there. And Putin. And this is this is the brainwash that's going over Russia, and, and this is what we cited last night. And I'm not quite sure, but you know, what do I what do we know? I don't know. I don't know what to believe. But what what I heard on this conversation, and only this conversation, believe what you will, um, is that when Putin said, "Hey, we're going to go into Ukraine. We're going to there's a neo-Nazi population that we're going to relieve, like we did in the Second World War. We're going in really to create peace there. We're going to get rid of the Nazis." And um, and that's what he told the Russian people for the most part. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, and but what we're seeing on video with these towns. Oh, oh, oh. Regarding the town where the hospital, where the uh, the hospital, the maternity hospital was 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 air bombed. Um, and I got an email from somebody or text indicated, oh, they didn't purposely uh, they don't purposely bomb those buildings, you know, in pertaining to the uh, Wednesday show. And mm. the fact is, they did purposely bomb those buildings. That's a fact. And what also uh, goes behind that fact is the Russians are saying that those buildings are shelters for Ukrainian, uh, Iranian, uh, Armenian, what do you call them there? Ukrainian. Ukrainian. Uh, Ukrainian. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, military. Uh, yeah, military armament. And uh, the, the Russians are saying, no, you know, those, are, are, those buildings are, are vacant. There's no citizens in there. There's uh, Ukraine uh, weapons and so forth uh, being stored in these buildings, and that's what that's a rush. That's what the Russians are telling the people. Oh, we, we're not bombing. We're not targeting innocent civilians. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like you said, this is a valid point, and we get on this show each time, and we go over mm-hmm. the news headlines, and quite often you and I are like, yeah, okay, so this is what's being reported in the news, and give our opinion on it. But there is always going to be that question, isn't there? Is what we're seeing the actual truth of what's genuinely going down because any government will only share so much information they're not going to give you the full count of every decision being made every Mm -hmm. conversation being talked about behind closed doors they can't do that they can't afford to do that it's a safety thing we get it so you know Mm -hmm. the media then jump on this 
they're only allowed a certain information from governments and our officials. So the government are only telling the media what they want everybody to know because we've got our, um, our enemies, or I, I hate to say enemies in this world, but we do have enemies in this world, unfortunately, and they get hold of the media that's being shared around and everything on social media can be manipulated as well. So, you know, you hear about these, these, these teams of people being set up in different countries that the government have actually set up to provide misinformation and propaganda so that their mm-hmm. enemies don't have the right information to go on. You know, it keeps everybody in a, in a kind of loop chasing their tails. And, you know, it, it's, 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 I guess people can listen to me and think, oh, my God, she's crazy conspiracy. But, you know, this has been going around for years and years and years, and it's been happening since the early wars. You know, yeah. it's tactics that have yeah. been going around since early wars. So why is it any different now than it was back then? It isn't. In fact, it's worse because we have everything online. Yes. Um, yes. Everybody's so much yes. easier to access, aren't they? I mean, you can hack into somebody's bank account. You can take over their computer while they're on it. You know, you can see everything they're doing on, mm-hmm. on, on the computer screen. So if we're so exposed to being um, online and having all this information at hand, the manipulation is easier too. Mm-hmm. Throw somebody off, make people believe that you should vote for this political party. The list goes on. It, it's it's quite scary um, when we actually sit and think the possibilities of, of this world and the kind of greatness that goes on. Um, it is. Yeah. <laughs> You're so right. You couldn't be yeah. more right on. You know. Um, yeah, it's it, 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 it's it's you know what you know what else is kind of interesting when you think about it is didn't we as a world after World War II after Hitler after his atrocities yeah. didn't we say we will never let that happen again? I mean, yeah. isn't that in the air? You mean okay, we didn't make yeah. blah, 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 but that was what was in the air. Like we're not going to yeah. let this happen again, and That's we're right. letting it happen again. But we we you know the danger is. The danger is, you know, first of all, Ukraine is not part of NATO. This is this is their battle. Yeah. We, we, we support their democracy. We support their freedom. We just, of course, we support the, the, the well-being of the Ukrainian people. Um, but we can't get involved. We can't put boots on the ground. We can't. It's not a war. If, if, if Russia dared no. to, to step foot yeah. in terms of, of military advance in a NATO nation, we'll look out. It's it's done. And also, if, if Russia uses... People, then that might change the story. But, oh my um, goodness, yeah. And then looking into, and this is interesting too, looking into the rejection of providing the MiG jets to the Ukrainian Air Force via uh, yeah. Germany, uh, Poland's planes uh, delivered to a, a German Air Force base where Ukrainian pilots would pick them up and fly them into Ukraine. Um, the and then Russia looking at that as a hostile action. You know, what, what, the reason being is because these planes would then be um, shooting down supposedly Russian targets with U.S. Yeah. and NATO-supplied aircraft. And Russia can look at that as, well, that's a direct assault against us. But here's, here's the thing. The, the Russian Air Force is firing missiles, air-to-ground missiles, at right. civilian terrorists, at civilian ground, civilian, you know, it, it homes. At nursing homes, at hospitals. Yes. Nursing homes are being blown up. Yeah. Nursing homes. Somebody's house got blown up. Uh, the father was outside. 
the daughter was inside on a wheelchair, and the mother and mother-in-law were in a car. Uh, the father witnessed the whole house being blown up and the car being blown up. Ukrainian yes. citizens just in the home, boom, one, there you one Justin. minute, you're next. So, so the issue is that these planes have the ability to shoot down these missiles before they strike civilian targets. So it's not necessarily shooting down the airplanes. It's, it's destroying the missiles before they hit these targets. So that's what you that's what Ukraine wants to have happen. Can you can we step this up? We need some help here. You know, and, and they're saying yeah. now that there's a matter of time before Kiev becomes totally, you know, Russian in Russian hands. They're surrounding it. And should that happen, you're looking at about two weeks before food gets thrown out in Kiev. Right. And uh, we're, we're, you know, and we all sit here and we watch the news and we say, oh, horrible, Putin must go. There's some artifacts, Russian artifacts, that say, uh, you know, that Putin might be, could be potentially taken out, you know. Not artifacts. Yeah. What do I, oh, you know what I mean. What do you call yeah, them? Yeah, I do. Things? I do. <laughs> <laughs> right. No. What exactly is an artifact? Um, Russian uh, oligarch, I'm sorry, you know what I mean. Yeah. All I was seeing um, was a, a, a group of animals climbing on board a boat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Russian hard parts. Yes. <laughs> uh, and also, my God, do you see some of these yachts that are um, disappearing? They're they're hiding. You know, the crews are taking these these. You know, there's some boats, 426, 800 feet yachts, private. Luxury yachts with huge helipads in the rear that are owned by Russians who have wealth and net worth in the many billions of dollars. Many, 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 many billions of dollars. One guy has two yachts. And what's happening is these boats are in, uh, well, there are some in the United States, there are some in Italy, um, they're in the Med. And what's happening is uh, upon the, uh, you know, we're getting underway. Some of the owners, first of all, um, some of the uh, crew members were let go and replaced with more cooperative crew members in some of these yachts. And the other uh, aspect of this whole thing is that um, there's something on a boat that you get as an option. It's almost standard now these days called AIS. And when AIS is similar to an airplane, when you're in a boat and you're out doing ocean passage or just cruising or even, it doesn't matter, for day sail, whatever it might be. You have AIS, and on a screen, um, when you see other traffic, it's like an airplane mm-hmm. in the sky. When you see other traffic, it's not just a blip on the radar. You actually see the boat, the boat name. Uh, it's related to you, if it's going to hit you and when, um, where it's going, where it came from, you know, the ship, the port of call. You know, all this information comes out on what's called AIS, right? So what's happening is these yachts are leaving their home ports. The captains are turning off the AIS so they can't be tracked. Right. So these boats, these, these these big yachts are being hidden. Right. Okay. Wow. Isn't that kind of interesting? Wow, that is. My goodness. Yeah. It's an eye opener, yeah. isn't it? All of this. Yeah. Isn't it? Man. I mean, um, learning all this is interesting as well. Oh, this yet, yeah, you know. Um, I can't follow the logic on that at all. Educate well, you know, Educate me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, it is very interesting. It is very interesting. And um, 
I wonder if we should, uh, you know, Cornell is supposed to join us on the show and have a drink with us here. Do um, you still making that homemade wine? Oh, uh, wow. I, I think it's in production as we speak. Um, <laughs> but I, I, don't, mm. I don't know. You know, I was, I was mm. needing to catch up with water because I've been so bad for drinking a lot of water recently and it's been so much warmer mm-hmm. here and I need to get back on track. Hydrate. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just, you know, just, you know. Just lean back and relax. Yeah. Yeah, just, you know. One must yeah. do that, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know? Oh, it uh, feels the right thing to do. <laughs> uh, yeah. Did you, uh, you... Oh, yes, I did. Hmm. <laughs> did you ever see one? Did you ever actually see one? I, yeah. oh, I'm sure people will laugh at me. Andy? I have had many, many unusual experiences that I just can't explain. And I'm I'm not one of these people like, oh, my God, I just saw this. It was definitely this. I'm, I'm not, it's like, no, no, no. I, it, you know, I do apply logic surrounding mm. situations, blah, blah, blah. And I can mm-hmm. honestly say that I have experienced a lot of stuff. And I'm very grateful for these experiences because, they, you know, it's expanded my mind mm-hmm. a little. Um, mm-hmm. My earliest um, experience, and I had family witness this as well, is... <laughs> You're gonna laugh. Mm. I was sat, I was sat in the toilet. I was five years old, and I'm sat there just swinging my legs, being me. And all of a sudden, mm. this woman in like a Victorian outfit uh, just was there in front of me, and she had her, mm. her hands resting on just below her, her, her tummy, uh, one on top of mm. the other, and her black dress was buttoned all the way from her waist right up to the neck, and she looked mm. like a nanny, like a Victorian nanny. And, uh, yeah, so I looked up, saw this woman, thought, what the, what the hell is this? Who is she? Screamed, ran out the bathroom with my knickers around by my ankles. My parents were like, it's okay, calm down, calm down. I just saw this woman, this woman, she, 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 she said, calm down. Really? I was hysterical, yeah. Um, I didn't know who she was, but I can still see a glimpse of that in my mind. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, like I said, many experiences. Did I ever uh, tell you about my uh, witnessing a ghost? A real uh, live ghost. No. No. He's, yeah, he started um, singing to me. It was very weird. I recorded it here. Uh, oh, uh, Kim you did. Oh, yeah, I did. Uh, oh. I, I asked for encore, and the guy disappeared. But uh, let me pull that out here. My first experience ever actually seeing a real live ghost or something. It was amazing. Here, he, he started singing. This, this is this is yeah. yeah. Oh man, I bob in my seat every time for that track. That's awesome. <laughs> I yeah, love I started it. singing him. Yeah, he's a friendly ghost. He's a friendly ghost. A yeah. bob. No, in all seriousness, hey, no. Have you ever experienced anything weird like that? No. No. The 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 um the only things I have experienced, which haven't really been, I I live a very mundane life. I've looked back at my life. I've done a lot. I've had a lot of fun, <laughs> adventure, and done different things. But yeah. I look at the big picture, and yeah. uh, it's been, you know, uneventful, which is a good thing. You know, it's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it saves you running out of the bathroom with your underwear around your ankles. That's for sure. I'm giving you that. Yeah. <laughs> bad, bad yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I, I've never, I mean, every morning has been like a, It's a beautiful know, like, morning. Yeah. I'll so. Be <laughs> <high>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. 
Turn that down. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm making a drink here. Making, uh, blend, blend, blend some uh, margarita. What do you think? Oh, yes. <laughs> Great. Yes, please. I'll have one. If that, if that, if, you know, you'd be so kind. I would really enjoy that. Um, yes, do you please? like margarita or pina colada? What's your choosing? Oh, I would go. Oh, they're both good. I'd uh, say a margarita. Well, yeah, I think so. I'm with you. I think pina coladas are too heavy. Hey, I got a band for you to hear. Oh, I got a band here. Okay. An amazing band. They're called the Mavericks. The Mavericks out of New Orleans. The Mavericks. I love the Mavericks. Mavericks. Oh my God, are they good? Yes. Oh my God, I got a tune. I got. I was listening on my phone. I, I guess it was recording from the Philadelphia Folk Festival of 2019, must have been. Yeah. Um, the the Mavericks. Uh, I'll send you the tune if I can. I'll find it and send it to you. They are yeah, so cool. good. I want to be in that band. They're so oh. so good. Hang on. Folks, check the out ones, the Mavericks. They're the ones who and, did that and, song "Dance Night Away," right? Is it those? No, that or was the Neville Brothers. Talk Pokey Way. Um, way? Hang on. No. The, the song that goes, I just want to dance the night away. Yeah, that's the Mavericks. Yeah. yeah. I love yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's singing yeah. the beat who can sway. Well, yeah. You sing so beautifully. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just playing. <laughs> Thank you. you. you yeah, you, you, sound, uh, you sound pretty good there, i got to tell you. Oh, um, darling. But, um, what was I just going to say? Mavericks, yeah. Oh, 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 I know. Pokey Way uh, was a tune the Neville Brothers are known for. That's I, think, I forgot if you played that on the show. Did we play Pokey Way on the show? Um, uh, I don't recall. Okay, hey, hey, Pokey Way. Pokey Way. Oh, it sounds familiar. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I wonder if I have it here. Oh, well, um, I've got Dr. Reef popping into my head again. Maybe not. That what might leave in the minds of some of our viewers and listeners uh, a connotation of uh, which uh, would be inaccurate. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that happened. I think what happened, I think you, I asked you to play it, and you played it on your computer or your, in your studio there, and we heard uh, it on the show. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. That, that, that sounds plausible. That sounds um, yeah. So another <laughs> n- another recommendation to our listeners around the world from the Andy Demand Show is uh, is Pokey Way by the Neville Brothers. The Neville Brothers, N E V N E V E L L I L E Neville Brothers, whatever. Say Neville Brothers, um, Pokey Way. It's it'll get you. It'll get you. know, get your your socks uh, hopped in there, whatever you call it there. You know, um, good. So, hey, you know it's kind of cool. Instead of What's that? playing the song, you know we played songs on the show. We, we play yeah. music, you know. Yeah. Um, we just we can just tell our listeners what to listen to, so we don't have to play it on the show. Just tell them to go. Oh, that'd be so good, wouldn't it? Yeah. Just just yeah. go go to this link, go there, and just listen to this. Yeah. Get done with the show, so, right? So our <laughs> top ten. I don't know if we'll hit ten, but our top uh, the Mavericks, the Mavericks hit yeah. Pokey Way by the Neville Brothers. Oh yeah. Hit Hit the Twist and Shop by Mary Chapin Carpenter. Oh, man, Ooh. if you like that New Orleans Cajun feel with Mary Chapin Carpenter, is a, no, yeah. a country folk music, 
uh, Saturday night, moon's out, it's down dance and twist and chop, but it is really, really great. And there's a YouTube video with her and Bossa Lay together doing this too. It's amazing. Amazing. Uh, uh, so Mary yeah. Kippen Carpenter. You know who else is a real good recommendation? A What's woman that? singer-songwriter who I think we have played on the show, well, back when we were playing music, um, is Patty Griffin. Patty Griffin. Do-do-do-do-do. Um, there's a particular song which I have to look up here. Hold on a second. Found it. Found the tune. It's called It's called Let Em Fly by Patty Griffin. Let Em Fly. Oh. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> See? I got some help here. <laughs> I love it. I love the help. Um, you know, you yeah, reminded me of... <laughs> what was that? <laughs> 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 um, the song yes. you reminded me of, uh, which is one of the ones I love uh, Dad, that you're listening to is um, Twisting the Night Away by Sam Cooke. Uh, hey. um, you know what? Uh, your turn. Give me another tune. Give me, give me another song. Another song. Hmm. Another, another, another. I'm trying mm-hmm. to think. I'm mm-hmm. trying to think. Are we going for like that groove mm-hmm. kind of thing that we've just been talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, um. Me now still? Yes, in fact, clearer than I did before. Really? Yeah. In fact, you actually sound doing? like you're in the same room as me now. my mind called Taking Care of Business by Batman Turner Overtime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, um, you know, yes. Oh, my God. I remember my band used to play that song. My band used to oh, really? Song. Great song. Yeah. I'm trying to get, um, maybe get some more song recommendations from my, my guest DJ, Sue, here. Hey, Sue. Left. That bored me. I'm getting, there's a tune I'm thinking of, which you know. It's on time my... It's a, it's a great song. It's oh, a big one. Yeah. It's a big song. Um, um, damn. Oh, 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 uh, 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 damn. A Casey and Sunshine band. Oh. Remember them? Yes, I do. Come on. What's the name of that popular song? Um, Walking on Sunshine. No. I mean, that My, that was the biggest, I think, but... Do I still sound like I'm next to you now? I'm, I'm just trying to play Puggy Sue. Yes, still... you do. <laughs> oh my. Unfortunately, gonna say this. Get down tonight and um, give it up. Shake, shake, shake. What did they do? That's the way. Uh huh. Uh huh. I like it. That's the one. That's the song. That was their big song. That was the one I was thinking of. That's it. See? (laughs) That's the tune. That's the tune. 
Hey, yeah, folks, this is the Andy Demanda Show. Our number is 515-605-9888, and you can also email the show at andydemandashow at gmail.com. Visit us on the Internet by hitting andydemandashow.com or .net, and uh, you can twat us and, and, tw- and, and insta... <laughs> you can, Instamatic uh, Instagram. <laughs> yeah, whatever that thing is there, you do with the camera, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know, so um, what what Mr. Kimball is trying to say is you can find us on all major social media platforms. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yes. Uh, just search on the internet, Andy Amanda Show. We're coming up on two years, April 15th, the Coast to Coast Show. This is Andy Amanda Coast to Coast Show, uh, the Andy Amanda program on Coast to Coast Live. And at least that's how we're built on Block Talk Radio, which is the platform that we use to get the word out of the show together. Um, but it'll be two years, April 15th. Two years. Yeah, wow. And I think we're approaching very close to, if not 400 live episodes and, and well over 500. If you, yeah, I think we're right near there. Matter of fact, I might be able to get that. Let me just take a second. It's hard to keep in, you know, kind of easy in. Wow. That's incredible. 400 episodes of us. I'm surprised people haven't run for the hills. Well, I would have run a long time ago. They, most of us probably, <laughs> most of them probably did. Um, well, yeah, this is no, true, think, actually. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, we are, let me tell you, let me just look it up here. 606 published episodes. Wow. Fantastic. 606 published Andy and Amanda shows on the internet. Wow. Wow, really? Individual shows is 391. Ooh, so wow. What that means is because um, some of the shows get repeated through the weekend, and, yes. and you know, Monday show gets done on Tuesday, Wednesday show gets done Thursday, Friday show gets repeated Saturday, a couple times sometimes. Um, and so that's why there's a discrepancy between 391 broadcast shows and 606 actually published shows. Mm. Yes. And, yes. And those of you who are hearing the podcast uh, after this show was produced, um, we didn't start uh, distributing a podcast or stream of the show till uh, this past January. Uh, no. It was last January. No, what month is this? March. No, it was la- last January. We started podcasting January 15th of 2021. Wow. I can't believe it. And this is not produced as a podcast, as you know, Amanda. This show is produced as a live radio talk show. We are live right now, 515-605-9888. You can, in fact, join the show. You can get involved. Isn't it amazing how COVID has ended up changing so many people's lives, for better and for worse? And everybody has this idea uh, that freedom is going to be the best sex ever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I hear you. <laughs> I never did that. This... Did you ever do that? I never did. Three songs. Uh, no, no. Oh, God, no. No, I'm not that type of person, you know? I mean, who hasn't thought about it? Because it, the idea gets thrown around and shared on all sorts of things, really. You know, it's yeah. a fantasy in movies, and then you hear about it being a thing in certain places or certain... I don't know, crowds <laughs> of people. But, you know, I mean, who hasn't thought about it? But I'm not that type of person. 
Um, I just I couldn't do that. No way. No way. I couldn't. Uh, but I know that some people are big. Uh, well, know, I'm a big fan. The thing is, the question lingers, doesn't it? Is it easier yeah. for men to have a threesome than it is for women? I mean, I don't know, because, you know, that whole debate, I guess it brings a lot of things into the picture. Distract from the... It's going down very rapidly, really (laughs) rapidly. Well, I hear, I hear on the grapevine that for men, it can be quite a pressure in the sense of trying to please two women if he's with two women. Most men don't like the idea of having another man involved um, with one woman. I absolutely but though there are that. many who do that out there, like their friends or whatever that they're connected with, it's like, yeah, come yeah. on, we're going to have some fun tonight with this woman. It's like, okay. Um, uh, well, I, I have a couple of yeah. friends that have experienced that who had a grand old time, you know. Oh, drunk, okay. Little frisky, little drunk. I'm yeah. sure some of our listeners can relate, you know. Um, yeah. I couldn't. No judgment I here. I want, yeah, call the show. I want to hear about it. Call five one five six zero five nine eight eight. Tell us about you know your experience, your adventures. We want to hear this stuff. That's what we have to talk. About. <laughs> let's, get, let's get real. But um, I'm I'm one of those people that is you know if I'm going to experience that act with somebody, it has to be somebody I'm in love with. And if I'm in love with that person, I wouldn't want to share them in any way, you know, with someone else because to me that's a, a sacred act between me and that person that I just. I couldn't treat it as, oh, yeah, okay, we're just going to have some fun now. We're just going to have sex. It's going to be with another person. That throws up so many weird feelings for people sometimes after the act that they don't know how to see the third person anymore. And it, it brings up insecurities about their relationships, and it's caused more damage than it has good most of the time, so I've heard. So, it, it you know, it's, um, it's a tricky one. It, the idea seems very appealing, but I guess the result afterwards can be quite damaging yeah I think afterward it would be like kind of a thing where you have this even one person wake up the next morning thinking what did I do oh my god yes, yeah yeah um, absolutely but you know like I, I said know. there's no judgment I'm sure there's people out there that have managed to make it oh, work sure. and still enjoy doing that and that's cool you know it's, it's, that's oh, yeah. what they want to do but um oh, yeah. yeah yeah I'm sure you know and um yeah, I can't imagine. I don't. I think if the opportunity, I'm just trying to imagine myself in that position. I don't think I could. First of all, I don't think I'd ever get a position for that to happen. Well, I hear there's many positions to make that happen, but. Um... <laughs> 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 but I, no, I get what you We're going to do very well. We've done a great job. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, it's just. Uh, it can be such a taboo subject as well, isn't it? Because some people are just so shy about talking about things like that. And, you know, I used to be one of those those very kind of, I don't know, um, shy people. You know, a sheltered life in a sense. Um, Let us also show our appreciation. Ah, oh, mm-hmm. yes, thank you very much. <laughs> but, you know... <laughs> You do have an open mind. You experience life, and you know you hear about things, and you you see things, whether you want to or not. And uh, <laughs> and you know, <laughs> um, it's it's nice to be able to get on a show like this and just express freely without any kind of fear or or hang-ups. You know that we can all have sometimes from life experiences and yeah. what we did and didn't experience, and so on. You know, 
insecurities. Yeah, so, and, you see the ratings, how bad they are. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, you know, we try. Listen, this is the way it is. It is. Yes, but uh, um, it is, Mr. Trump. Yeah. <laughs> Do you Dude, know Trump? Um, uh, what he did was uh, fantastic. All right. Yes. Wait, who? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but you know, I, I wonder what. Um, I just wonder. I wonder in general. I just wonder. It's good to wonder, the, uh, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the other thing I was going to ask you. Um, yes. Back to. Um, um, a conversation on mm. uh, what we're talking about. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> a multitude of things. We already talked about this. Yeah. How old were you yeah. when you first lost your virginity? Oh, okay. Mm. Serious answer. I was a late bloomer. <laughs> I, I like was, I said. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wait. Okay. I was um, 16 or 17. Right in there. Right in there. Wow. No, I, I, you know, I'm not ashamed to say this. I was like um, about 20, 21, something like that. Um, and it's not, it's like, it makes me sound like, you know, some sort of prude. No. But not it's like, it's no. No, I mean, you know, the, the feelings were there when you're younger. You think about sex, you know, mm-hmm. you think about having it and wanting it. You get all the mm-hmm. feelings as your body changes, you know. But it's like, for me, I just could not take that step with somebody because I, in me, I needed to feel connected yeah. with the person in such a way for me to to say, okay, I can do this with you. Yeah. And yeah. I couldn't, you know, before that. So I'm not afraid to, to express that. Yeah. Yeah, for uh, I remember that it was September thirteenth. The actual date was September thirteenth. Pardon? Yeah, yeah, the date, the actual date, not only the age, but the and the time on the clock. <laughs> so. Wow, that's impressive. <laughs> wow. I was like, wait, note the time, please. Note the time. Okay, we're noting the time. All right, now. <laughs> And, and you know, but you know that's not you know because um, I had another relationship with a woman who was twenty six, and that was her first one. Yeah, so she was no. twenty six. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow! Beautiful memories. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. Yeah. No. But the, mm-hmm. I can hear some um, romantic music playing in the background. You know. <laughs> You're a contemptible lowlife for talking this way about. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Jeez. So much for romantic music. <laughs> wait, there's got to be. Oh, wait a minute. You know, now would be a good time. Now would be a good time to play. Speaking of. Okay. Of, uh, um, yeah, now would be a good time to play this. Ooh. Thank you. Till the end For you I have waited all night 
This chance may never come again For you You are the answer to my dreams And I will love you till the end For every kindred eye I have caught within a crowd Your eyes reached out and called my name And if my words could only get to you I know my love can do the same For you I have waited all my life This chance may never come again What a line. What a line. Oh, that's beautiful, isn't it? It is. It is. Yeah, Kevin Michaels. Kevin Michaels, folks. That's who we just heard a little little blurb from. We'll be hearing uh, more of that song as it uh, as it reaches a completion, which is right around the corner very soon. Hey, you know what? Do you know are the uh, – we've had a guest on the show a couple of times now, two or three times, I forget – a uh, guy by the name of Joe Richmond, who's uh, an ambassador for the 76ers NBA basketball team. Yes. Uh, and a uh, good friend of the show, great guy, a lot of personality, so energetic, a real – I mean, he's been – he was uh, with the Harlem Globetrotters for a while. He's a referee and also a coach for the uh, the Globetrotters. Um, and those of you probably – a lot of you around the world know the Harlem Globetrotters. Um, yeah. This team, they always play one team called the Washington Generals, I think it is. And he uh, was a coach for them and the Globetrotters and referee and all this kind of – anyway, he's with the 76ers. And uh, he um, um, uh, invited Cornell um, to be a VIP guest at the Sixers game tomorrow night. It's, isn't that cool? That is so cool. Yeah. That is yeah. so cool. Yeah. He really is cool. Um, he's such a wonderful personality, isn't he, Joe Richmond? Um, yeah, he, yeah, he he's um, he's got a lot of energy. Yeah, and he, and he's a great oh, guy. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, uh, we talked about having a um, uh, you know, kind of a sports corner on the show that he would like, you know, run like a sports update. Oh, speaking of sports corner, now we will get Joe Richmond back on the show. He, he said he'd come back on. I look forward to that. But uh, speaking of sports corner. The, uh, we talked last show about the uh, National Baseball League, um, or a couple of shows ago. I, I remember last week sometime maybe about the um, there being no opening games because the, uh, the lockout, uh, the union issues with the National Baseball League and the players' right. association. In remedy, yeah. there's not going to be a lockout. There's going to be baseball season, and I'm so look forward to that. It's going to be wonderful. Wow. Wonderful. Okay. Dodgers. Yeah. Philadelphia Phillies. Yeah. San Francisco Giants. Yeah. Anaheim Angels. Yeah. All these teams I love. I'm not, I'm not a huge baseball person. I'm more of a football guy. Uh, football in the United States, that is, because I believe football in Europe is a different sport. But anyway, um, NFL football. Big fan. Baseball, I enjoy it. Especially 162 games. I mean, it's really hard to, for me. To get really involved in the entire baseball season over the span of 162 scheduled games—that's like whoa! 
Football, you have yeah. what, 16, 17 games in the World, in the world Series. <laughs> no, 16, 17 games in the playoffs. <laughs> the Super Bowl fam is done. You know, right there, every every single game is amazingly meaningful. Every game. Baseball, you go up and down and back up and back down. It's a mix. You know, you're, you're in first place and you're last and you're second and you're first again and you're, you know, up and down of 160 games. Oh, I know what that feels like. Yeah, yeah, but there are, it's not quite that simple. There are uh, trends and tendencies, um, you know, for the team have started out at the bottom of the barrel and worked their way up. This happened, but it's yeah. up and down. down. That, yeah. That really happens. Usually the team kind of finds their, yeah. their seat in the standings and pretty much hangs up and down within a couple of games each way, you know. And there. But yeah. it's a fun sport. I used to coach, uh, I used to coach youth baseball literally for years. Wow. Yes, I know. Quite the talented man you are. Yeah, I did. I, I, you know, I had a great time doing that, you know, working with the kids and, you know, showing them how to, you know, it, it wasn't just the sport of baseball. It was working together and, and the realization that every single component of the team is an integral part of that team. Every, every single player, regardless of their skill, is an important aspect of, of the whole system, of the whole, of the whole program. And, and yes. that is something carried out through life, whether you're a, yeah. a, a job, on a job, part of a team, an employee network, um, you know, this team, you know, how, how do I help? What can I do to help this? What can I do to help? You know, how am I going to, what can I do? How, yeah. What am I going to do when I step up to the plate? And the plate being, a, at a, it could be in a, a, a baseball game or it could be in your job or in, or in your school or your school play. Yeah. Whatever, your yeah. Game, whatever you do, you know? It's an exciting challenge as well, isn't it? To apply yourself to something that you don't know much about in terms of how to do something. It's like, okay, so this is the challenge. I'm challenging myself to do this, see how successful I can make this and have fun doing it along the way. Yeah, I guess. Don't ask me. Ask China that question. Okay. Uh, China. China. Yeah. China. We have uh, about another minute and a half to go. I can't believe what a fun conversation this last hour has been. Unbelievable. We're going to call. I was letting Cornell sleep, I guess, at this point. <laughs> sleep off the drink. The dirty dog. We're all going to you know, toast of the weekend, and, uh, and Cornell got an early start and uh, called me <laughs> and said, uh, <laughs> I, I got a real early start, uh, pretty drunk, and I'm going to take a nap before the show. And I, when he said that, I'm like, which is okay. <laughs> yeah. Bless him. Oh, well, I hope he enjoyed himself, and I hope you enjoy your alcohol too, Mr. Kimball. Thank you. And, and, and Cornell gave me a message for you. Okay. Yeah. Although she does have a very nice figure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she'll be pleased to hear that. <laughs> I know what we're going to have a fun. <laughs> it is a Friday show. Yeah. It is, guys. It is, and we're we're so blessed that you know we've got the weekend here now. So what are you guys doing for the weekend? I hope it's a great one. Um, yeah, and, and you sure, and too. Sure. Yeah, and be safe. Uh, the main thing is is to get plenty of advice. Yeah. Yes, and don't get so fearful about what's going on in the world right now because you know we could be misled and led up the wrong garden path and just try and embrace life for what it is right now. Do your bit for humanity, sure. You know, be yes. compassionate. Yes. That's important, but please don't get extremely fearful of the worst case scenario because it doesn't do us any good, especially after coming through COVID. So, um, you know, we need to get back on track with ourselves. Yes, it's crazy, isn't it? Um, But we can do what we can. Just I can't believe we from that negativity. We've been so on, you know, we were five days a week at one point, you know, then three days a week. And, you know, the show has kind of been a big part of, of me 
just getting through COVID, just doing the show and yeah. the audio clips and getting together. Yeah. Thank you. Know, and putting this, I mean, it's been really, you know, it, it, I don't, it's been a big part of my life uh, uh, from COVID. So. Yeah. Well, there's two things I want to mention on the next show, actually, about COVID that, you know, I just, I, you know, dug into it myself because I thought, well, all is quiet on the COVID front because it's all about Russia and Ukraine right now. Yeah. So I just had a peek. But there's just a couple of things that intrigued me, so I'll share that on the next show. But, um, yeah, it feels like huh. a whole new experience now, doesn't it? You know, we're adjusting to life with COVID, and now there's other things to worry about in the world. Um, yes. Like, uh, like crazy. Yeah. Oh, woo! We gotta come. Yeah. We gotta come. All right, we're out of here. Uh, Amanda, get us out of here. Everybody, have a great weekend and uh, be safe. We'll see you on Monday. Okay, I will take us home. Oh, get a pipe. So, on behalf yeah. of the uh, wonderful one, Kimber, California, Hollywood, and myself here in Monterey, Mexico. Have a wonderful weekend. We love you guys. Thank you for joining us for this show. And uh, we hope you join us again on Monday. And uh, stay blessed and, and don't fear. Keep smiling and try and have fun where you can. And, uh, you know, keep it good. Keep it good. Uh, take care. We love you. Speak soon. I'd rather have an enchilada Or better yet a hot dog weenie